Hey, Warden Brown Brokers. Welcome back to Breaking It Down with Warden Brown, the official podcast from the Warden Brown General Agency. I'm your host, Paul Roberts. Thank you so much for joining us. In this episode, we are looking at yet another employer notification requirement in the employee benefits health insurance space. This notice relates to the NMHPA, that is the Newborns and Mothers Health Protection Act, and is a required notice for employers to distribute to employees in a group health plan under ERISA law. Let's first talk about what the law itself entails, and then we'll take a look at the employer notice related to the law. The Newborns and Mothers Health Protection Act provides protections for mothers and their newborn children relating to the length of their hospital stays following birth. The law says that group health plans cannot restrict benefits for a hospital stay in connection to childbirth for less than 48 to 96 hours. Plans must allow mothers and newborns to stay in the hospital for up to 48 hours following vaginal delivery or up to 96 hours following delivery by a cesarean section, otherwise known as a C-section. Of course, the mother and or the newborn child might require a hospital stay longer than 48 or 96 hours. That usually requires authorization by the mother's or the newborn's doctor and their health plan. NMHPA law says health plans cannot require a provider or a doctor to obtain authorization to keep the mother or the newborn in the hospital for either 48 or 96 hours. The law does not, however, require mothers and newborns to stay in the hospital for the full 48 or 96 hours. A mother's and or a newborn's provider may discharge the mother and or the newborn earlier than the 48 or 96 hours if both the mother and the provider feel and agree that it is appropriate. Now the timer for the 48 or 96 hour hospital stay starts at the time of delivery in most cases. So for example, if a woman goes into labor and is admitted to the hospital at 10 p.m. on July 29th, but gives birth by vaginal delivery at 5 a.m. the next morning on July 30th, the 48 hour window begins at five o'clock in the morning on July 30th. The exception to this rule is for mothers who deliver newborns outside the hospital, which can happen for a number of reasons. In these circumstances, if the mother delivers a newborn outside the hospital and is later admitted to the hospital in connection with that childbirth, the 48 or 96 hour period begins at the time of hospital admission. This NMHPA law is the one that the Department of Labor and the EBSA want group health insurance consumers to know about. So there's a requirement to notify plan participants, that is, employees and COBRA participants, about the law. Interestingly with this notice, and unlike the other employer notification requirements, the law says that this notice must be included in employers' self-created ERISA summary plan descriptions or ERISA wraps. It is not distributed as a standalone notice like most other employer notification requirements. The Department of Labor has created model language for the employer to use in order to meet this requirement. And this one is definitely the easiest employer notification requirement for employers to comply with because all it takes is a copy and paste of model language into an ERISA SPD or an ERISA wrap. 
Unlike most other notices, there is no requirement to include any benefit-specific information such as coinsurance amounts or deductibles. Here's what the model language says. Group health plans and health insurance issuers generally may not, under federal law, restrict benefits for any hospital length of stay in connection with childbirth for the mother or newborn child to less than 48 hours following a vaginal delivery or less than 96 hours following a cesarean section. However, federal law generally does not prohibit the mother's or newborn's attending provider after consulting with the mother from discharging the mother or her newborn earlier than the 48 hours or 96 hours as applicable. In any case, plans and issuers may not, under federal law, require that a provider obtain authorization from the plan or the insurance issuer for prescribing a length of stay not in excess of 48 hours or 96 hours. It's a pretty simple statement that's relatively simple to comply with. The requirement to distribute this notice comes from ERISA law, so the non-compliance penalty for this NMHPA notice is the familiar $110 per day per individual. And like other notices, the penalties are in the form of excise taxes. That means employers cannot write them off as business expenses. They simply cut a check to the government, which we don't want our employers to do. Stay tuned to Warden Brown for future podcasts on employer notification requirements, compliance, sales tips, and more. And as always, thank you for breaking it down with Warden Brown. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you.